everybody, welcome back to the Great and Terrible American Horror Story. Great and Terrible AHS, don't know why I unabbreviated it at the beginning there, apologies. Um, we're doing episode three of Roanoke, um, part mm -hmm. one. We're going to make this a two-parter because um, it probably should have been um, just... <laughs> We don't want to rush. to the producer. They probably should have broken this up into two parts. It's it's like a lot it happens very quick. Just an opinion of mine. Yeah, <laughs> it's a yeah. In general, this is a fast moving season and show. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, stuff really goes down. I'll say it. This episode kind of kind of kind of rips. I kind of love this one. Um, it does still have everyone being as as dumb as humanly possible just absolute morons forgetting what just happened 10 <laughs> seconds ago but um boy howdy <laughs> there is <laughs> some moments uh, and with me as always is slow beef Yo. and uh, miss shadow lovely liz hello, hello hello uh well um i will say wanna, like <laughs> <take it away. laughs> speaking of roanoke since i'm the one who vouched for roanoke um uh, the thing about Roanoke is, even though it is the most, the single most unhinged, in my opinion, um, season of American Horror Story, the thing about it is, like, it truly never gives you a second to breathe. Like, every time you're like, wow, that was a lot to take in, a new scene comes in, and then just so much more happens, and you're like, well, I really didn't get a chance to recover from the last thing I just had to witness. Um, the fact that you're making me now process even more... Um, is really leaving me uh, <laughs> a bit overwhelmed. <laughs> There's never like a moment where you feel like the story is lagging or like, uh, like I don't know how to how to word it, but like it never lulls because every single second is filled with something unrelated and just off the wall and that has no coherence with the rest of the story. There's no like narrative. Um, the it's great the way they try to cheat it together as a narrative and like claim it is one which is awesome they do it's like family guy shit yeah uh they cut to the interview and then they're just like and then this happened <laughs> and yeah. they, they just they're like and that counts it's all cohesive if we cut to someone else saying and then you won't believe what happened next and then we <laughs> cut back to something else entirely unrelated that counts that's fine it's you know the, the the it's like the the cartoony kind of thing of somebody driving and then they just throw a steering wheel the steering wheel out the window and it's like <laughs> Jesus take the wheel here it's American Horror Story take the wheel you know <laughs> I I love it um the the only thing is like I, and I guess you can take it or leave it some people probably have stronger opinions about this than others but um. The opening sequence of this particular season um, is, uh, I would consider it to be a little lackluster. And by opening sequence, oh, yeah. I mean like the first opening shot and then like the title card because yeah. they are leaning so hard into this fake Ghost Adventures mockumentary that like they copy the formula for that show one to one, which is show a few clips of what's about to come and then drop the my Roanoke nightmare title card every single episode. Yeah. So it's not like mm -hmm. last, well, I say last season. It's not like cult where like we get a bat shit off the wall scene and then mm -hmm. we're like, well, how are they going to fit that in? It's right. just, they, they're like, nope, here are literal like two second shots of things that are to come. Um, do the, do with that information what you will. You will be seeing a one-to-one -one adaptation yeah. of it later in the episode. It, it, it just and makes it really sad because, like, when you do an homage to, like, a genre or a series you love, part of it is, like, being very creative and, like, using the elements of that in a way only someone who, like, really appreciated the core material would be able to think of doing. Or, like, 
um, you know, using other seasons of the material or other things in the same genre and kind of alluding to all of them, you know, kind of like giving a thumbs up to like, if you're going to do it, go all in, right? Don't just do one every single time. It's, it's kind of boring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, th- I yeah. get it, but it's, it's, it is boring. I also feel like a lot of found footage stuff and not to belabor it too much, um, but like a lot of like found footage kind of stuff, it, it, like found footage horror kind of like um, leans on this sort of illusion of reality, meaning like you're supposed to kind of doubt like it's fiction. Like you don't really, but that's like what you're kind of buying into, right? Like it's like this is something that happened and like this season doesn't do that very well because things are kind of too off the wall. So it, it's like... What they're going for this documentary thing, I feel it feels like a very gimmicky to me. So they they lean on it, but it doesn't it doesn't work. IMO and I and I miss and I think like Ty mentioned too, like you didn't realize too, like American Horror Story has like a leap motif kind of theme song ish thing because this mm-hmm. season doesn't do that at all, and it's or so far at least, and it's like, um, it's it's like a fun thing and a thing I actually do like about the show. So I do miss it here in 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 lieu of in lieu of mm-hmm. it, we have these like weird documentary previews yeah so like a hundred percent like that that's one thing that like it's hard to explain especially with like (laughs) uh our commentary um but there's a reason why i've watched all of the seasons it's not because it's a good show but it is entertaining um Mm -hmm. and it is very um unique but not necessarily in a positive way um unique mm-hmm. in the way that I'm like a duke it, boy's gonna write themselves out of this <laughs> yes, one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it 100 knows what it is and like it doesn't try to be something that it isn't so to see like this show try to copy another show's formula it's like well the thing that made american horror story watchable even though it's a trash fire most of the time is that it at least knew what it was like at least american horror story knows what it is um this season, I I feel like they tried, um, and I, it's not like enough to be like, well, this makes it the worst season ever. It's just it it's kind of sad, especially for us, where like we're watching this to make note of all the batshit insane things, um, and when they try to tone it down by imitating a somehow less batshit insane show, Ghost Adventures, um, it it feels like a little bit is a little bit is lacking. Even the titles of the episodes, um, at least for part of the season, are just like like this one's just chapter three. <clears throat> it's just chapter one, chapter two, chapter yeah, three. To There's be, no titles. To be fair, no eleven nine has happened yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? like, that's, that's the one thing it's got going over cults. So, well, all right, not more I, so uh, far. <laughs> right, no jerking I off really, yet. <laughs> I, just the thing is, like, I feel like they have a lot of fun material this season. I like the approach they're taking. I like the way they're kind of like building the intrigue around like who's actually responsible for this. You know, like who at the who who's really behind all of it. It's kind of fun in that way. And um, I just would love to see it in the style of cult, you know, just like with that kind of presentation, with that kind of gusto all over the place. Luckily, this episode um, introduces some straight up David Lynchian characters um, (laughs) out of nowhere in a way that I adore number one cricket fan okay i'm glad i'm so glad you like cricket i love i love cricket with all my heart r.i.p like to the actor not the character Mm. um i'm so glad you like cricket because cricket is by far my favorite part of this season um good uh, correct good Every so often, in in each American Horror Story season, they will drop one or two characters where you're like, this show, steaming pile. But that character, I would die for them. And that's Cricket. 
<laughs> yeah. My I, I feel like for me the tragedy of American horror story is its missed potential a, a lot mm-hmm. of the time. But um, oh, yes. no, but I'm I'm down with cricket. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good with I would we'll get to cricket, but just yeah. know that um you need to keep listening till you get to cricket A and B. I would watch a show that was just about cricket. Oh, hundred percent. One hundred percent. I love cricket with all of my heart. Um, if you enjoy Knives Out, you'll like Cricket. That's my <laughs> review of Cricket. <laughs> cricket is an incredible character. Um, so there's uh, nothing really happens in the opening, right? Um, but the first scene, um, unlike other seasons, and by other seasons I mean cult because it's the only one we've talked about, um, this show is pretty consistent with picking up where the other one left off. So it picks up where we left off. Um, and I think that may be because it is imitating another TV show. Uh mm-hmm. And it is um, an interview um, with basically Flora's mom, Ali, is explaining basically where we left off was there was a hoodie in a tree, like 90 feet in the air. And they're like, that's got to be Flora's for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's this is not the actress. This is the actual person giving the on camera uh, interview. And she says like very poignantly, like it's supposed to be like a very somber moment. She says like, there's no fear, like the fear of losing a child. And I'm like, yeah, that's a very rational thing to say, especially as a parent. Um, But it is a little bit just fucking insane for you to be saying it given that last episode you told us that your daughter's favorite game was non-consensual hide-and-go-seek <laughs> <laughs> so like right this for all you know she's gone pro and she's just ascended and this is like her this is like i was gonna say her monte cristo i meant her magnum opus um same difference yeah same <laughs> difference like she's just totally gone pro with this non-consensual is- hide-and-go-seek this is her happy waitress for folks from Jersey. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know. Uh yeah. Yeah, so like then they're they're actually like they get like a search party together, right? Like they call the cops and they're like, We have actually lost this kid, which like if I'm <laughs> Lee, I'm like, I am I am fucked. And frankly, if I'm Shelby, I'm like, I am also now an accomplice for talking Mason off the ledge earlier, I guess, you know. So this is not this is not going this is a big misadventure for our crew. Um you know, so like they have yeah, they have a cop actually climb up this giant tree to like retrieve the hoodie manually, like no cherry picker or anything. They're just like we got to climb this like old fashioned the way our ancestors used to be police and search parties, you know. <laughs> um so like let's see here. I'm like uh Let's see you um, again. By the way, I'm cribbing off Liz's notes because she takes amazing notes, and thank you so much for that. Because it's Lee takes the hoodie. Do you want to say it? Because you have the joke here. Because I, I, I <laughs> uh, so uh, like he said, he they climb to the top of the tree and bring down the hoodie. Um, I guess confirming there was no body in it, even though you could literally tell. Um, mm-hmm. and then they hand it to <laughs> what Lee. if their child turned to paper, Liz? What <laughs> if? Well, they have what to if be paper? Sure. For, Paper. What if the horrible bog witch turned their child into a kite? What then? Paper Roanoke, the thousand-year house. I knew it. Oh. Yeah, beautiful. Now, now available on Nintendo Switch and other available platforms. Um, so instead of you know, like obviously when it's in the cop's hands, so it's clearly empty. There's no child and like nothing else in it. It's just the lightweight hoodie. That was caught in the tree. The cop, instead of like taking it in for like evidence, hands it to Lee immediately. And then Lee starts rubbing her face all over it <laughs> like a cat and goes. 
This is Flora's. And I'm like, no shit, <laughs> like, Flora's. We knew that like already. A, what do like you a, mean? Like a bloodhound. Like, I'll sniff out my own child. <laughs> You'll see. I'm like, of course you know it's Flora's. That's why you screamed when you saw it in the tree, you jerk off. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, she just screams at any coat she sees anywhere. <laughs> she uh, thought that's it was why like- she had to move to the she had to move out to the to the boonies because she kept seeing like Jordans tied together, slung over like power lines, and just was, couldn't stop she, yelling. She loves a bargain, so she's like, "Free coat, yes!" Ah, oh, shit, it's, it's Flora. <laughs> oh no, this is my kids. This is my kids' coat. Damn that it. sucks. That sucks. I saved, <laughs> I saved no money on this, but this uh, isn't a bargain at all. <laughs> um, the other, the other thing that it it seems to imply is um, maybe Flora's just really stinky, um, and she's like. <laughs> Yeah, that's my kid. <sighs> smells so bad. She'd be so good at hide and go seek if it wasn't that we could smell her from two miles she didn't away. Smell like ancient bonnets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it is pretty funny because every time there's a police interaction in this show, it's always the same police officer because it's, I guess, a really small town, um, and the same cop who has for every episode he's been in so far, which is all three of them. Um, again, just complains every time he has to do his job. Cause like Lee's like, oh, it's my daughter's, uh, obviously. Um, and sorry, I've rubbed my face all over it and contaminated every physical evidence on this jacket. Um, hopefully you don't need to take this in for any kind of DNA testing or anything. Cause I definitely just rubbed my face all over it. Um, and the cop is like, or, or Lee is like, we should start searching then, um, which I'm not sure why they weren't already while they were waiting yeah. for the dude to get the jacket out of the tree. Um, and he goes, but there's so much <laughs> forest to search. And I'm like, this cop hates, just hates doing his job. Like mm-hmm. I, most cops do, but like this guy, it seems like he was cursed by a witch to be a police officer. Um, right. And every time he has to do something, he's like, God damn it. I shouldn't have made that bet with the witch in the woods. Now I have to I go can't... search the forest. Ugh. It was such an easy riddle, too. But, uh, <laughs> you know, without thought letters, you know, memory month. Uh. <laughs> I'm so bad at Simon Says. This always happens. Uh. <laughs> Uh, so he complains, and then they're like, no, we should make a search party and go search the woods. And the cop's like, oh, I guess. I was already looking for the polks in the woods, and I still couldn't find them. I wish you guys would stop making me look for people. Um, and then it cuts back to the the real Lee <laughs> um, doing the interview. And she's like, I'm a cop, so I knew that finding Flora... The chances are cut in half after the first 36 hours. And I'm like, I, I like had a moment what where a, I had to pause it. And I'm like, something about that isn't right. Something about a, that isn't correct. I'll tell you what a piece of shit, mom. Like, I'm a mother and I was holding out hope, but I got to be a realist here. Like, my kid's <laughs> yeah. probably dead. Like, really? You thought that? Like, what the fuck? She's like, we got to be pragmatic about this. My kid's probably yeah. a goner. We're looking, we're looking also, for a body. <laughs> don't worry, that is not the only number they got wildly wrong in this episode. Because I, I look forward to talking about the pioneers from the 1500s. <laughs> Ooh, I guess. Oh yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um. So I, at the at that point, I paused because I'm like that. You're quoting something, but you're quoting it wrong, and I'm not sure what it is. So I looked it up, and it's because the common phrase is the first 48 hours, not the first 36 hours. Um, And it's because the first 48 hours is the name of a very popular crime television show. Um, (laughs) 
a very wildly fictionalized, um, quote unquote, true crime detective show that follows like real, quote unquote, detectives um, mm-hmm. that quotes a very wildly misrepresented statistic for dr- for drama's sake, saying that like after the first 48 hours, the chances of finding someone who's missing alive like is cut in half. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, my theory is one of two things. They either said that it's 36 hours to give themselves more in show time to like explain stuff happening because they thought 48 wouldn't make a lot of sense for the shit that happens. Um, mm-hmm. or because maybe the first 48 hours is copyrighted because that is not a real crime statistic, by the way. Like that is something that is exclusively in the show. Um, it's been adopted since the show, but it is mostly popularized by the show and is mostly incorrect um so i'm thinking maybe they weren't allowed to say it um but i'm not 100 (laughs) percent sure um but yeah that's basically flora or uh, i keep writing flora in my notes but i mean lee 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 sounds like the dad would be the dad's name and it's not and that really messes with me um (laughs) but uh really is like yep so i knew that Time time was of the essence. And I'm like, well, maybe you shouldn't have spent so much time watching the police officer get the hoodie out of the tree then because it feels like you could have been looking for her otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we wasted a lot of time here. Um, and that doesn't even begin to cover um, actually looking for Flora. <laughs> um <laughs> So they they before that scene starts, they kind of are like, all right, we're going to we're going to start looking in the woods. Um and then that makes it seem like the community and also the police force are going to help. But we really are just following um, Matt, Shelby, and Lee. Um, and I guess there are some cops in the woods somewhere, but we literally never see them. So who knows? Um, and they have split up to search for Flora. Uh, great idea to send civilians into the yeah. woods uh, who already have a history <laughs> of getting lost in the woods. Uh, great idea by the police force. Um, having no, like... Uh, base of operations or like floor plan of how you're gonna like canvas the forest nah don't do that you don't don't need any of that just wing it yeah exactly put on some vests and wing it you'll be fine they call it see to your pants searching that's how you find everybody in the first 36 hours anyway after that it's it's anyone's guess after that it's ggs yeah ball game's closed (laughs) you're you're done so yeah you might as well pack it up and go home um it's your child wouldn't even recognize you at this point um (laughs) they've lost your sentence entirely you might as well bang right there and have another kid it's just it's the only way <laughs> just start over um yeah. but what's also like wild is like the police just agree to this again like they're not like together with the police the police are who knows where in another part of the woods and they're by themselves um they are for all intents and purposes as far as they know and as far as the police know being hunted by a local family um, in the woods uh, that has been harassing them for the last 72 hours. Um, it seems like a bad idea to send them off into the woods <laughs> um, where those people are, but they do anyway. Um, the next sequence of events that happens, uh, it's, it's so much. It's so, it's so many things. It's great. Um, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> this, this so much reeks of like, we saw a bunch of scary things in like TV shows and movies, and we're going to do as many of them as we can uh, <laughs> and kind of see what sticks and what doesn't stick. So the first thing that happens is Lee finds um, a baby doll cut up into pieces with a pig head 
where the yeah. head should be um, in like a weird pentagram. And she's like, Matt, show and, me. Like, pig, like pig hawks where the legs are and stuff. Yeah. yeah it's like, like it's like partial baby doll, partial pig. Very Toy yeah. Story 1. Yeah. Very Toy Story 1 energy. Yeah. Yeah. Sid, yeah. Sid, 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 yeah. Sid toys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And because they don't have any character consistency, um, Shelby, like, for for what fucking reason, I have no idea. So, I mean, it's fair that Lee does this. Um, but Shelby starts to reach down to, like, pick it up. Um, and Lee's like, no, don't touch it. It could be evidence. I'm like, you rubbed your face on that hoodie like you were a cat and it had catnip on it. Like, I feel like contaminating evidence is far beyond you as a character. She um, just wants to yell at Shelby, I think. That's 100% what it is. I mean, and again, for once, not that I'm siding with Lee, but for once, kind of fair. I don't know why Shelby was about to touch it. There's no reason Shelby needed to touch it, and it's gross. Probably because um, of yoga. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah, yoga it's probably and avocado mm-hmm. toast and gluten or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Freaking Shelby. I hate her. Freaking Shelby. Big city folks grabbing those pig dolls. You know how it is, right? <laughs> But um, anyway, and then I I don't I I, I got to get to this because I got to get to it. It's um like because there's like they go inside and it's the Resident Evil Seven house, you know, like it's all, <laughs> all the all the food's rotten and everything, you know, like um, and it's like all out, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? And, yeah, the Resident yeah. Evil Four house, yeah, yeah the the first one in there too, yeah. yeah <laughs> Where yeah, there's yeah. just like there's just like a bucket of rot. That's being dripped mm-hmm. into perpetually. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's a few Resident Evil houses. Not the first one. Anyway, but like, so then they... They, they love a gross house. Yeah. That is, that is a common theme in horror in general. Gross house and meat house. Both. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> but, so, um, what do you call it? Uh, yeah. So the whole, so like, Lee's like, she's not here. The whole place is empty, you know? So they're ready to give up. And then they hear a pig squeal outside. And uh, Matt's like, something's still here. And then they run outside because they're like, oh, my God, we got to investigate this pig. Like, this pig knows something. (laughs) (laughs) Let's question this pig. And um, there's a barn. And and then they go in the barn. And there's two kids sucking on the pig titties. A pig's pig's boobs. Like, drinking milk. It's It's so weird. Um, it's, like, it's bad. Yeah, it's not good or pleasant to see because they also like rolled the kids in coal dust <laughs> beforehand. Yeah. They were like, "We need to get these kids as dirty as possible," and then have them. And eh, they're not like sucking on a teat like the way a baby does or an animal does or anything. They're like going bananas on it. <laughs> like, yeah, they're they're like. <laughs> They're like a teen who's trying to find the clip. <laughs> like they're just really going wild down there. It's, it's so so bad. Like they're just like, guys, that's not come on. And they are covered in milk. They're covered in milk. It's it's horrible. Like it's so bad. Milk. It is literally so bad that I have in my notes after they go out and find two feral children sucking on pig titties in parentheses for slow beef and tie. I have in parentheses, I'm really sorry that I made you guys watch this season. (laughs) After hearing the the sound effect of like... What's it like? Hungrily looking for the clip, like I'll find it somewhere. Like, I, uh, it's worth it. It, it made up for it, actually. 
I'll say it. Thank God Flora is gone. I hope they don't find her now. It doesn't, I don't even give a shit. I got also, what I came for. The, the noise that brought them outside was the pig squealing, which means the pig was like, whoa, whoa, take it easy. Hey, man. Hey, whoa. I didn't agree to this. Hey, whoa. Oh my one at a time. One at a time. What would we say? Um, oh, my God. So, like, yeah. So then Mason shows up, which is awkward. <laughs> and, um, yeah, what do you call it? He, like, so they, yeah, they bring the kids back to, like, I guess, like, some, like, social kind of, or, so, I don't know, somewhere, basically. I think like, it's the police station, but they're not really clear on what it is. They're just like, yeah. here, we brought these children here. <laughs> and Mason, Also, yeah. um... Oh, the other thing that happens, they run up, and before the kids are taken away or whatever, the two boys just start yelling Flora back at them, like, really messed up, like they are <laughs> incapable of human speech, like they're somewhere between a macaw and a person, but it's like, I I think one of them just watched Full Metal Alchemist and saw the really cool scene where a dog and a daughter just save, some, save everyone some trouble and become the same <laughs> organism, and they were like, that's pretty spooky, let's uh, let's have the pig kids do that. <laughs> let's have them just, like, kind of sadly be like, <laughs> it's just it's confusing though because there's no real i guess the idea is like they heard the uh the parents yelling for flora or whatever but it just doesn't really make a lot of sense <laughs> here's what gets me in the very like the scene at the police station or whatever it is is quite short um shorter than you would hope it would be for like because now there's like Social services involved, but don't worry. This scene only lasts like a minute and a half. Also, oh my God! Once they bring them into into like a really well lit room and a well lit shot, it, they look so bad. Like okay. their makeup and stuff looks so much like Disney Channel original. <laughs> like it's not good. <laughs> Are they? Um, very quick question for Liz. Are these the mm -hmm. twins from season one or? Remember those kids who at the very beginning? I don't think they are, but like they would have they to be me. a lot older, right? Yeah, unless you're right. They filmed, you're right unless they filmed this, like I mean, it's not out of the question that they filmed this out of out of order. It's absolutely a possibility, but I like it I feels... can't in my mind do the math to figure out how old they would be. I feel like anything involving work for this show, like probably wasn't it. So I, I, yeah. like a lot of a lot of <laughs> yeah. American Horror Story feels very off the cuff. So never mind me. But anyway, um. So, yeah, because then, like, Mason's here, which, like, oh, boy, that's, again, like, awkward. Which Mason is um, Lee's ex-husband, yeah. for what it's worth. Who, you um, know, talked off, talked down from, like, a kidnapping thing that she just did last episode, but whatever. Which you he's know. extra, he's extra pissed now. Um, yeah! Uh, which they don't <laughs> give him, like, any information, really. They give some information, which I don't know how much information they would realistically give, like, the people that found these kids like even given the circumstance i don't know how much info they would be giving them but like they give them kind of a weird amount of info um very quickly very very quickly they do a little bit of exposition dump and apparently these two children or, i'm sorry the polks the people that nobody can find were i guess squatting on this farm evidently um and somehow knew the police were coming because they kidnapped flora i guess um, and, and like are clearly leaving clues to trail <laughs> to find her. Um, and then they're like, so they must've took off and left the kids. And I'm like, so Flora has been missing at this <laughs> point for like two hours. Like Flora has literally been missing for like two hours at this <laughs> point. Um, 
They're trading people... kids like Pokemon. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. they, they drink pig milk, but there's two of them. That's got to be worth so far, all right? Yeah, uh, they'll, uh. they'll take these, right? And I'm like, well, I'm like, I have several questions for the Polks if this is the case. A, why did you leave a trail of clues if you were just going to leave because the police were coming? B, why why did you leave your kids behind? It wasn't like you were like, oh, shit, we got to get out of here so fast. Uh, just leave the kids. That's what they framed uh, it as. Like, also, that why would you raise your kids like pigs? That's just more work for everyone. Well, they, and then they can't, that, like, help with the dishes. That is what is so batshit insane because the social services yeah. person is like, oh, they must have learned to, like, drink from the pig for survival. They left also, the pig behind. And I'm like, it's been two hours! And and not and not to be like gross or whatever, it was just odd for a horror show. Pigs do not get along with like human babies and top like they're that's no. like a documented thing. Like don't you know what I yeah. mean? Like pigs are really horrible. Like so Pigs you know. will eat anything <laughs> yeah. they can defeat in one on one combat. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so. two children and this giant fucking pig. Uh yeah, the kids kids don't have a chance here. So like Sucking yeah. on pig titties for survival after being abandoned by your family two hours ago. I don't believe Mm-mm. in personally just me. Not an a acceptable cool way explanation. To get yeah. A cool way to get killed by a hog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. I so. mean, the hog was hollering, so it makes sense. <laughs> it's like, you better um, get these kids yeah, or so I'm eating them. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, sorry. The social worker uh, determines that they are um, feral children and do not speak and do not have the capacity for language and therefore... We shouldn't try to get information out of them because it would be worthless and not worth it. Just kidding. She bribes them with chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just, she's like, what if I get you to say something if I give you chocolate? And um, they they are cool with that. Um, and they just yell uh, Croatoan, which is, <sighs> I'm pretty sure, a Pokemon. <laughs> they do, it's, they uh, do say it like six times. It's annoying. It's, it's like the old Roanoke thing. You know, is Croatoan, but um, mm-hmm. so like, and I think, did they get it? Do they get? They get into it later. I think maybe. They, like, yeah, proper. They do okay, so I won't. Yeah, explain it. Um, yeah. yeah, but like, if you know anything about like the real air quotes Roanoke, um, you yeah. kind of have an idea where this is going and like what Croatoan means, mm-hmm. um, or like what they are referencing when they say it. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. This whole thing, this whole scene, fucking weird. Just a really weird scene. Um, of course, Mason's like extra, extra angry. Um, understandably, I'm. I have to say, I'm yeah, pretty no. team Mason at this point. Um, Same, hundred percent. Like yeah. Mason's the only yeah. person here who's like, no, <coughs> let's go get my fucking child back. Um, it's it's a lot. Uh, then we um we're searching some more, but this time it's at night. Um. Again, we do a little interview. I will interview. say, though, one, one L for Mason was upon hearing um, that there are feral children who are nonverbal. He was like, let me in there. Yeah. I'm going to interrogate <laughs> yeah. them big style. And they're yeah. like, we're not going to let you beat up some kids because you're mad, dude. And he's like, come on, just a little. Yeah. <laughs> I Yeah, I get what they're going for. But yeah, it's like, nah, it's not going to work. <laughs> you know, because like also like. I, I would you probably also if you're Mason you're like well what, why did you come back why are you not currently searching for our yeah. daughter who you kidnapped yes. and lost you know yes 100 my thing is I'm like why did Mason take so long to get here like why didn't mm-hmm. Mason start coming here right away after like he got off the phone with Shelby anyway yeah. he finally shows up and it's at this point I guess um 
they do like a little bit of a, another interview with uh, Really. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she reiterates the same weird fucking thing of like, we might have been looking for a body. And I'm like, man, (laughs) maybe you shouldn't be maybe maybe you shouldn't be in charge of this. And we'll understand some shit later um, that makes this part particularly worse. Um, Uh, Yeah, they're like, I don't they're staging to go look some more. They're at Shelby and Matt's house. Um, And Mason, again really cheesed off understandably um and he's like all right cut the shit i know you've hidden flora which it yeah. it makes sense from mason's perspective that makes sense she's an from addict the- she's un unpre- like unpredictable she just kidnapped their kid and she's about to lose all custody mason makes sense in this accusation it's not like this is baseless he is Frank- actually yeah. like kind of sane here Frankly, like, the most unrealistic part is that the cops haven't thought this. You know right. what I mean? Like, even with the fraternal, it's like, come on, Lee, like, tell it what the hell's going on here. You know what I mean? Like, that is that is easily the most logical thing. But, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, 100%. Custody. And, yeah. like, Matt and Shelby act like Mason's, like, crazy for thinking this. And I'm like, you just witnessed Lee kidnap Flora. That's why <laughs> yeah, we're in like, this exactly. situation. <laughs> you walked Come on, Mason. Yeah. Shelby's like, I'll talk to him. I'll talk to him. Don't worry. Come, you know, yeah, like, Shelby's like, I've done it once. I can do it again. I can talk him down <laughs> exactly. out of this. And at this point, like, realistic characters would be mm-hmm. like, you know what? Mason's making a lot of sense. Like, even mm-hmm. if that is yeah. your sibling or your sister-in-law, it's yeah. like, you know what? Maybe we should investigate the uh the possibility. The thing that really pisses me off is that um at this point, I I guess I forgot to note it earlier cuz I was looking to see if I wrote it down. I don't think I did. What's really wild to me is that nobody <laughs> went to check the weird like cellar right outside their house where they saw the little <laughs> ghost girl like an right. hour ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like yep. they're like, no, there's no way she's down there. Just search the woods instead. And I'm like, <laughs> it would make a lot more sense that she walked out the front door and fell into the weird cellar hole, but nobody bothered checking there. Um right. and I no one ever was the Polks. We all know this. It was obviously the Polks. <laughs> yeah. All the no evidence clearly points to them. And the, like, the completely unhinged budget for these pranks. It's obviously the Polks. Mm-hmm. Um, so like they have a little bit of an altercation, uh, Lee and Mason do. Um, and like Lee's like, kind of weirdly pleading with Mason. Uh, he's just like, I'm fucking leaving and finding our daughter, which I'm like, again, Mason's the only person who's like, yeah. Kind of got a grasp on reality here. Um, and then like Lee like grabs him and she he shoves her to the ground. And I guess that's supposed to be a moment where we're like, <gasps> Ooh. Yeah. But like you it, she grabbed him. Like he didn't know yeah, what she was gonna it do. It doesn't read yeah. like, yeah, like, oh my god. She literally yeah. just kidnapped their daughter and ran, and now yeah. their daughter is missing and has been missing for multiple days. Like, yeah, no, it yeah. Like <laughs> she grabs him and also um, as we'll find out later, um, is regularly packing, like yeah. regularly has her fucking piece on her. So, um, yeah, pretty reasonable to be like, Hey, please don't grab me when you have a, a gun that you can easily access at literally any time and you keep loaded and you practice no trigger discipline. With, <laughs> I might just truly upsetting to behold the amount of, I'm just going to rest my finger on the trigger. And if I have, if I stumble, I'll let God sort it out. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and like, not to mention like a huge detail also is 
is not only capable of, but did commit a crime that could put her in jail for a really long time. So is definitely capable of doing that again um, mm. with little to no, like, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> little to no especially, remorse. Especially as a double down on the first thing, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 100%. Also, everything you've said has been pretty wild. So it's very understandable, in my opinion, that Mason would not believe no. Any of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mason oh, yeah. like the audience Oh, did, oh, did the tooth rain kidnap our daughter? <laughs> yeah, like. yeah. Did the nurse but, ghosts kidnap our daughter? And the last thing she said before you fucking kidnapped her was, they're going to kill us and leave me for last. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, oh, no. I'm, I'm supposed to be kind of shocked by Mason, but I'm not. Like, he's, you know, yeah. things are not going well. Yeah, so. <laughs> so like I guess at that moment we're supposed to be like ooh like conflict yeah. even though like again it makes sense why Mason feels the way that he does truly it makes sense why he fe- and mm-hmm. like I'm I'm a hundred percent not justifying shoving women obviously but like it makes sense why he shoved Lee um it wasn't like he's like this violent yeah. guy who like beats his wife it's no someone this- who is very clearly capable of doing harm grabbed him and he's like, please don't yeah. do that by pushing and her off of him. Clearly agitated. Yeah. As well. Yeah. And yeah, they try and play it like this big, like, oh no, Lee. And it's like, Lee has been shown to be very capable, is the thing, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, yeah. That y- you literally called her in to be the capable adult because your yoga wife was uh, smelling teeth or whatever. <laughs> so you were like, right, All right, yeah, time yeah. to get my capable cop sister in. Uh, weird, calling a cop made the situation worse, just like real life. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and then I guess uh, they're like, man. That shit made me sleepy. I'm going to bed. I couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> they like they try so hard to justify it. Like, I, you know, we wanted to, but we were just exhausted, which like, all right. You know, part of me is like, all right, all right. You know, kind of realistic. But then like, they, well, yeah, they they cut to Matt, the actor, yeah. and have him say like specifically, he's like. We must have just been running on adrenaline or something, and uh, we had been up for days because as soon as my head hit the pillow, I fell asleep instantly. I was like, that doesn't justify you just windmill slamming the 24 hours remain screen in my face yeah no 100 percent. yeah it was so i was was in the middle of pulling a fish out of lake hylia and it just uh, wham yeah okay i guess the i guess the day's over huh (laughs) i'm just too tired to look for my niece it's been almost 12 hours you know like uh yeah yeah yeah, it, it, it was Stardew, and the clock just rolled over from 1.59 to 2 a.m., yeah, and everyone like, just hit the ground. <laughs> Where they stand. That explains a lot about how, why Lee hit the ground in the previous scene. Um, <laughs> so, but you need- Ooh, so sleepy. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Ooh, sleep time. At least I made it to the house. Good night. Um, <laughs> but they needed to justify this next sequence, which is Matt being woken up by his phone ringing in the middle of the night um and lo and behold it's the cops and i guess they found a body um they didn't call lee for some reason about this they called matt um and matt wakes up to go wake up lee to to give this piece of information um which you'll understand why they called matt in just a second um it doesn't explain why they didn't 
relay the important bit to Matt, which would make him not relay this information to Lee. Anyway, the cops are really weird and vague about this. They just say they found a body. Um, and that they need to come check it out. You're gonna, you're, you're gonna want to look at this. Yeah, yeah, they basically did the equivalent of like a boss at a really shitty job, like emailing you Friday at like 4:58, being like, "I'm gonna need to talk to you on Monday." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No yeah, details yeah. whatsoever. They just did that, but in like cop form. <laughs> they right, were like, yeah. "Hey, we got something you're gonna need to see. What, what is it about? Please tell me, please, please, God." Yeah, <laughs> no, nope. yep. they're like, "No, you it's have a body. to come see check it. it out." Yep, you gotta come see it. We found a body, and I'm like. It's a surprise. Yeah, it's your husband. Ta-da. <laughs> yeah. They walk up and it is a it is so clearly a burned corpse of a fully grown human man. Like no question about it. A fully grown human man's burned charred body. Um so there's no there's no mystery as to whether or not they found Flora. Um pretty fucked up of the uh the cops to be like, "Hee hee, we found a corpse, but we're going to make you think it might be your daughter by not giving you important critical details." Um, no, I said we found your beloved family member you see <laughs> i was vague you know <laughs> i wasn't they, lying yeah they, just, they, yeah they knew she would be less broken up about about mason as opposed to flora so they were like all right we're gonna make her think it's flora and then when it's mason she'll just be like whoo yeah, yeah. <laughs> just feel way better about the whole thing uh, there's like, still the- hope the implication god i hate these police officers but like the implication is like they called matt because obviously lee is a suspect like obviously lee is a suspect um but like matt just gave that information to lee and showed up with lee anyway so like i'm not really sure what the point of like doing a weird third party call was i'm not sure why they didn't just call lee and be like hey we found a body why don't you come check it out and then if she's like oh Mason, that's so crazy. You can be like, do you want to come down to the station and answer some questions? Um, no, they're like, hee hee, we're going to play this weird pronoun game where you have to guess who this mysterious body is uh, when you <laughs> like might a, think it's your daughter. It's a game show. They're like taking like bets at the cop. Like They're like, do you think they're going to think it's Mason or Lee? Do you think they'll guess? Or, you know, or Flora. <laughs> do you think, do do you think also... they'll be happy when they find out it's Mason? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> And they like, yeah, they like burn the corpse too to be like, maybe it's mysterious. And then they hand, they hand her like his wedding ring in a bag or whatever, and are just like, check this out. And she's like, yep. <laughs> uh-huh. She just sniffs it. She's yeah, like, that's, that's Mason. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I identify all of my family members. <laughs> There's an inscription. Yeah, but I needed the smell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and so yeah that's like that's like the the big moment where it's like oh it's the it's misdirection we were supposed to think it was flora too Ooh. um but it's so obviously the body of a fully grown adult man when we show up that like also flora <sighs> being dead wouldn't do anything for the narrative because flora is functionally dead and just a MacGuffin at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, not to mention, if like... You re- if al- you remove no one from the show, you have changed nothing. <laughs> yeah. And that's right, what they yeah. were going to do is, like, this non-character is out of, like, don't get me wrong, I love children. But they're not, like, the driving factor of this show. It is the adults. <laughs> the child is a MacGuffin at best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's really good at hide-and-go-seek when no one else is playing, which I feel like, honestly, I feel like I'd be pretty good at hide-and-go-seek if the other people didn't know they were playing, too. 
Um, there's no, really there's no fear it. like <laughs> losing a child. That's why I raised the MLG hide and seek champion. But like, you know what? No, and and you know what? They're like, it's a good motivation for a horror. I mean, Silent Hill one, you know, mm-hmm. rested right on it. Except Harry Mason didn't go. I got. I'm so tired. Like I just did this whole school. I need a fucking nap. Like you don't give the fuck up, man. Like. It has such big Alan Wake energy of like the first opening sequence of Alan Wake when his wife is being like kidnapped by the ghosts or whatever. And she's she's like, Alan, help. And he's like, oh, I'm so, oh God, all this running. I'm just, oh, I got to stop and catch my breath. And I'm like, Alan, your wife is dying. Like (laughs) you have to keep running, Alan, please get some adrenaline. Yeah, my wife is dying and I'm not a track star. (laughs) I don't see what the issue is. <laughs> oh my god but yeah so like that's that's like the big reveal this is like halfway through the episode by the way since we're doing it in two parts yeah. um so yeah. this is like if this was being aired on tv this would be that like middle of the episode stinger where like it the end of the shot is like lee's face and like the, the realization of like <gasps> lee is implicated in this and at this point it's like you know what it might have all we know it is lee because like lee has just been doing some unhinged shit since we've met her so like for all we know it was this isn't the gotcha you think it is like yeah Yeah. who knows maybe it was who gives a shit like she has motive who knows i don't care like honestly at this point like you said it doesn't really further the plot what happened to the teeth rain like i don't give a shit about lee also lee sucks yeah i'll say it lee sucks i i like (laughs) there's times (laughs) where like i'm annoyed by characters or like i'm like this character is, is like a bad person, but they're very enjoyable to watch. Be a little, yeah. little gremlin, like Kai, yep. for example. Or winter. But, or winter. Oh God, yeah. Oh, I miss winter so much. <laughs> but um, in this case, like Lee is just like I'm. Like I, I hope you get hit by a chandelier, or yeah, piano or something. <laughs> Honestly, like <laughs> I'm rooting for Florida to be alive for like Mason's sake, really, more than anything. Yeah. You know, like everybody yeah, else can go. Mason's to shit. just a dad. Yeah. yeah. With a shitty cop wife who, like, was shitty, and he got custody of their kid because she's shitty. Like, Mason truly did not do anything wrong. Um, By the way, they do explain, because I feel like if you're not watching along, some of you may be still stuck on, well, how did Lee kidnap? her kid lee or uh mason kind of explains that she um like stole her from school question mark um yeah, you think that, like, school. if you were going for full custody you'd think you would tell the school hey yeah don't let her mom pick her up um we're in a really nasty like uh custody battle and she's a danger to our child um don't let her pick up our kid but no this is two for two even though colt comes after this technically two for two seasons in a row where like a school's like yeah, we just we just handed your kid off to some rando, uh, basically with no follow up whatsoever. Which I don't have kids, but I assume that's not how it works. No, you tell them they, they like. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And you know the thing is too, it's like it got more unrealistic because at least here you could like be like, all right, it's a little sketchy, but maybe Mason didn't mention it to the school. You know what I mean, or like something. But like Cult was just like, yeah, that guy said he was his dad i don't know anyway you know <laughs> we like check. we didn't yeah, follow up on that whatever. we were like we, we knew we knew that oz's parents were both lesbians but when this guy said that he was oz's dad we were like yeah that seems legit uh here <laughs> take him 
we're all in the cult too, so we kind of had to, you know. Anyway, yeah, I mean, but um, but I digress. It's so beautiful that three people can all. <laughs> it's so beautiful that three people can all be in lesbians with each other. Yeah. It's yeah. really a progressive society. Yeah, exactly. Like Thank God we're done with labels. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh so that's that's where we're at right now. Um, next week, I guess we will discuss what happens in the second half of this episode, which I'm very excited for because that is God, when we get to so meet good. Best Boy. Um, Cricket, who is, again, the love of my life. I love Cricket and would die for Cricket. Um, but where we're at right now is that for some reason, um, I was going to say Shelby and Matt, but I don't, I feel like Shelby is actually, for the most part, pretty rational, though they are painting her to be like this, like, ooh, I'm from LA and I do yoga and I am, I am an unreliable narrator. Like, no, she's actually probably the most practical of everybody so far. Um, Mm -hmm. which is not saying a lot. It's not saying a lot, but it is something in the American Horror Story universe. But yeah, well, that's the thing, because yeah, Yeah. everybody else, yeah. I am so excited for the next episode because, oh, I was going to say, just we we get to have not just one, but like two of my favorite actors I've seen on this show, period, um, yell at each other, which is (laughs) what I'm all about. I just want to see actors that I like scream at each other more often. If I learned anything from Face Off, it's that. (laughs) And it's, it's, it's a good time. Um. But where we're at now is that um, Shelby, a little bit more, um, I would say, suspiciously, for some reason, Matt just doesn't think that Lee is capable of doing any of the things that she has clearly demonstrated that she is capable and has done. Um, and that will be an ongoing characteristic that Matt will have uh, of, no, Lee's not capable of doing this terrible thing, even though we've watched Lee do terrible things in every episode so far. Uh and that's Matt is going to have a lot of Matt is going to have an unprecedented amount of um, seeing uh, five pieces of evidence of something being real, uh, looking at it, taking it in and going, yes, I understand all of this evidence and have accepted that it's true. So you agree <laughs> that that Lee could cause problems? No, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> but you see all the evidence. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, know. actually. And no. he does this. <laughs> what about this psychic? Mm, no. What about, <laughs> what about the time all the windows just blew up, including wood shattering across the room, and it, there was no effects or anything? Yeah, that's a trick. Seems <laughs> fake. <laughs> <tricky> did. Seems <laughs> fake. Oh, God. So, yeah. The ultimate skeptic. Yeah, Matt. Really ultimate skeptic, really- Matt. <laughs> Ultimate skeptic Matt followed by ultimate not skeptic wife, yeah. which is very cool. Ultimate, well, just immediately afterwards, I immediately believe everything I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ultimate it tooth owns, rain yeah. observing wife Shelby. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, yeah. the shittiest Dongan Rampa. Holy shit! Uh, yeah, I but, was going to yeah, say super high school yeah, level yeah. teeth observer Shelby. Yeah. But. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Well, um, yeah, till next time, we'll be uh, watching the rest of this episode. Uh, look forward to it. It is probably my favorite uh, sequence uh, I've seen in American Horror Story so far. And I, I am a little tilted that I have to wait a week to talk about it, but I'll do my best. <laughs> oh, brother. All right. <laughs> All right. So till next time. See y'all, everybody. Bye. Have a good one.